All right, folks, as we draw near to another critical election, it's not only about casting your vote, it's about elevating your voice, making your voice be heard. AMAC is more than just a senior discount organization. They unite like-minded patriots like you and I, committed to preserving our cherished values and actively opposing the leftist agenda that's sweeping across America. Just look at their recent victories. AMAC members helped to push forward an investigation into practices that inflate drug prices. They successfully defeated ranked choice voting in order to protect traditional voting methods, and they've also helped block a federal takeover of elections. As AMAC's membership grows, Washington is listening. Every new member strengthens this movement. If you love America, visit AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News to become a four-year member for just $30. That's a great discount. AMAC is not only better for America, it's better for you. Membership gives you access to the AMAC magazine, free Social Security and Medicare guidance, money-saving discounts, trusted news, sweepstakes, and so much more. It's a community, not a service. Take advantage of our election year sale, four years for just $30 at AMAC. By joining over 2 million Americans, they can't ignore your voice in Washington anymore. Join now at AMAC, A-M-A-C dot U-S slash Just News. That's A-M-A-C dot U-S forward slash Just News. America and happy Tuesday. So glad you can join us. Listen, it's only, it's hard to believe this, but it's only two weeks from election day. We're two weeks from today when elections will be held on November 8th. The polls are moving. Republicans seem like they're moving in the lead. I think everyone should, you know, take everything with a grain of salt, watch the final two weeks. A lot of things can happen, but it seems like the economy, security, particularly border security and crime in urban neighborhoods have really made a difference. And today we're going to talk about a third issue that a lot of smart people I'm talking to say may be the undertow, the third issue behind inflation economy and crime border and security. And that is parents' rights and specifically a bridge too far that Democrats have taken the American public when it comes to transgender ideology. The idea that educators and doctors can determine the fate of your children and whether they undergo transgender transition surgery or transgender treatment without your permission. I think most Americans have overwhelmingly concluded. There's some interesting polls in the last couple of weeks. First off, supermajority of Americans think that the reason these transgender treatments are being pushed by medical authorities is because it's a new business. It creates more money and profit for doctors, and it takes away parents' rights over the say of their children and their health and what goes on. Secondly, you see a vast majority, supermajority of Americans, particularly Latinos and African Americans, as well as white voters, say that it is inappropriate for any child to be subjected to transgender surgeries, which can mutilate the body and change you forever, or other treatments like Lupron, where you suppress hormones and puberty without a parent's consent. Parents get to have a say. They don't co-parent with the government, and they certainly aren't uniparent out of their role by educators or doctors or bureaucrats or governor officials. Polling shows up really strongly, and it seems to be having a profound effect among Latino voters and other voters. And so today, we're going to take a deep dive into this. We're very excited to bring on two people who, for quite some time now, have been uh, highlighting this concern. The first is the great congressman from Wisconsin, one of my old states where I used to live and where I met my wife, Congressman Glenn Grothman, Republican from Wisconsin, going to talk about the parents' rights movement as a boomerang 
to Democrats taking ideology, elitism too far. And as soon as parents feel supplanted from their children's lives, there is a backlash. And Congressman Glenn Grothman has been worrying about that. He's also been urging Americans and Republicans specifically to speak up, not to be afraid, not to fear cancel culture, because at the end of the day, you're not suggesting that children going through gender identity crises should be discriminated against or mocked or derided. Just the opposite. Conservatives believe that there ought to be compassion and seriousness and understanding going on, but not at the expense of losing parental rights, not at the expense of putting a child's health in danger to achieve some ideological goal that an academic came up with in some back room. And there is a backlash against the American Medical Association and doctors for pushing this so far. The polling data is there. Congressman Glenn Grothman has really, really focused on this. And I think Amanda and I had a great conversation with him. It'll be on the TV show tonight. You're going to get it first on the podcast, but he's the first voice that I want to talk to. The second is Dr. Jeff Myers. He is one of the most important voices in the evangelical Christian movement. He runs Summit Ministries, a 60-year-old. In fact, it's celebrating its 60th birthday this month. It's a Christian ministry that has long engaged the youth and young adults and teenagers in America, high school students, college students, young adults, about truth, about morality, about common sense in America. It is a juggernaut of an operation that just creates a dialogue about truth and faith and values in America, Summit Ministries. Well, Dr. Jeff Myers has been talking about this transgender ideology, this move towards potential mutilation of young Americans' bodies without the consent of their parents. He's written a whole book called Truth Changes Everything. And he takes the transgender movement, the LGBTQ movement, and other different aspects of the culture wars that the left has imposed on America. And he talks about it as not only assault on the issue at hand, not just gender dysphoria, not just gay rights, not just critical race theory, but rather it is an assault on truth. And he throws it down. That's what this book does really, really well. It is an assault on truth if you can argue that there is no such thing as gender. Now, biology tells us there are five, six, seven thousand unique biological characteristics that differentiate a man from a woman, a male from a female. If science is to be trusted, like we were told during the COVID-19 vaccine, well, then it should be trusted when it comes to gender. But if you can erase that, Dr. Myers argues in this book, you're erasing a truth in the world. You're erasing a truism. And once truth has been erased, many other bad things can fill the void with it. So he's written this book. He's going to come talk to us. Amanda and I had a great conversation with him as well. So Congressman Glenn Grothman, Jeff Myers, tough conversations, honest conversations, candid conversations about the state of the ideology in America that the left is trying to impose. We'd call it, it was critical race theory, transgenderism. You're hearing all of that right now. And I think as we get more and more to the election, it's becoming clear in the polling data that this is a third rail of the election, sort of a, an undercurrent. It isn't being talked about publicly, but it is pulling at parents, particularly Catholics and Hispanics and Muslim parents. There were big Muslim parent outrage in Michigan about some of the stuff going on in the schools there. It's bringing people of faith, bringing people of immigration who've come to this country legally to escape 
insanity and to escape oppression in other countries. They're worried about what they're seeing going on in America. And a lot of the experts I'm talking to believe it's the third undercurrent in this election. Now, before we go to commercial break, before we go to Congressman Glenn Grothman and then Dr. Jeff Myers, I wanted to talk about, there's been a lot of conversations going on with conservative experts on how Americans can have a serious conversation about fighting the transgender ideology and the erosion of parents' rights. And the word I hear when I'm talking across the street to my neighbor or to people at a store, people come up to me when I'm on the road, is that we don't want ideology. We just want common sense. There are common sense things that can be done to make sure that children going through gender crisis, gender identity crises, have the resources they need without having parents being removed as the ultimate custodian of their child's future. And so there are seven ideas that I've heard experts talk about. I'm just going to rattle them off real quickly. The first is there's no reason to condone or tolerate bullying, derision, discrimination. Any parent or child going through gender confusion, gender dysphoria, they deserve compassion, not derision, not bullying. That's the first part of the conversation. And just because you object to the ideology doesn't mean you're a bully. That needs to be part of the conversation. The second part is that gender transition treatment or surgery has lifelong altering consequences. And as such, it should be made by adults able to make informed consent. Adults and transparency about the consequences are key to any medical profession's intervention with a child. And of course, conservatives believe it's the third principle. It shouldn't be harder to get a tattoo as a minor, because actually most states require parental consent for a tattoo, then it should be for a young minor to get gender transition surgery or treatment, right? If you got to get parental consent for a tattoo, for God's sakes, you should be able to have to get it for something as life-altering as gender hormone treatment or gender surgery, right? That's the third principle. Fourth one is any educated doctor or adult who tries to bypass or go around a parent on a gender transition treatment surgery or conversation, they should be able to face a criminal penalty. The fifth idea was that gender transition treatments have significant lifelong consequences and side effects. And so any parent or medical provider that gets involved in this, it should be a statutory limitation that allows an adult after who went through this as a minor to seek some sort of civil remedy if they believe that what was done to them was not with their will and not in their best interest. That's an important one, and that may require changing statutory limitations. Six, science has determined that there are more than 6,000 biological differences between men and women, and therefore, there are only two biological sexes, right? Those are two truisms of science. No biological female should be forced to compete against a biological male in the K-12 through or college sports arena. That's a sixth talking point that for a lot of people mentioned to me that seems to connect with conservatives. And finally, Given the scientific differences between the sexes, biological males should not be allowed to use female restrooms, locker rooms, or prison cells. Those are the seven ideas that some of the conservative experts I'm talking about believe can rebalance this conversation. Again, nobody wants discrimination, derision, bullying. That's not tolerable. That's not American. It's not conservative or liberal. It's wrong. But having a conversation about the policy implications, about the consequences, about the punitive measures if someone does something that's unlawful or usurps the rights of a parent, those are legitimate policy issues, and a lot of people are talking about them. We're going to ask both Dr. Jeff Myers and Congressman Grothman about those ideas right after the commercial break. So let's take that break here from our incredible sponsors and partners, and we'll be right back. 
Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're going to get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down. My blood sugar is down. My weight's down. My health is up. My sleeping patterns are better. My metabolism is up. If you want to experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. Hey folks, have you heard of cancer-fighting foods? The American Cancer Society discovered diets rich in fruits and vegetables may actually lower your risk of cancer. Think about that for a second. That's really important. Hopefully, you hear this and run to the store for five servings of fruits and vegetables every day. But if you're like me, you probably don't have the time to do that, right? So maybe you should consider adding Field of Greens to your daily health regimen. Each fruit and veggie in Field of Greens was doctor-selected for studied health benefits. There's a heart health group, lungs, kidneys, and metabolism groups, even healthy weight. What your body needs is in each scoop of delicious Field of Greens. I take it every day. Sometimes I put it in a shake. Sometimes I put it in my egg white omelet in the morning. Field of Greens can help prevent, treat, and cure cancer? No, but it can powerfully help you out at your next checkup. Your doctor will notice your improved health or you're gonna get your money back. Here's the most amazing thing about it. I started using Field of Greens a year ago. My cholesterol is down, my blood sugar is down, my weight's down, my health is up, my sleeping patterns are better, my metabolism is up. If you wanna experience what I've experienced, go check out Field of Greens. Jump into the ring here. You're going to get an enormous benefit. And it's so simple. Single scoop, a couple of seconds, healthy lifestyle all day long. Now, thanks to our good friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, Field of Greens is going to give you a 15% off discount plus free rush shipping. All you got to do is go to fieldofgreens.com and use the promo code JUSTNEWS for your discount. That's promo code JUSTNEWS at fieldofgreens.com. Fieldofgreens.com, promo code JUSTNEWS. Go check it out. All right, folks, welcome back. Uh, within the last year, there's been an uptick in discussions about parental rights in America. It began with the Glenn Youngkin election in Virginia, it has spread across the country, a large parents' rights movement. Our next guest has been on the leading front of this issue. He's a congressman from the great state of Wisconsin. He joins us right now, Congressman Glenn Grothman. Sir, great to have you on the show. Glad to have glad to be on the show. Um, these are very important issues. And I think you almost think the Biden administration is intentionally causing inflation, is intentionally leaving the border open, so we don't pay attention to the horrible things he's doing to our children and horrible things he's doing to our Christian families. 
Yeah, it's pretty remarkable. And you've been highlighting some of those things, uh, some uh, laws that were passed with data inclusion about LGBTQI data. Uh, tell us a little bit about what you see in Washington, what the elitists in the Biden administration are sneaking into policy, while most of us are just struggling to make ends meet and try to keep out of the crime that's uh, infecting our streets. Well, we're talking about a bill here that every one of the 222 Democrats in Congress voted for. Uh, very scary. It will require on the census, as well as 130 other federal forms, every American to list their sexual identity, including children. Now, uh, maybe the forms for the seven or eight year old will be filled out by mom or dad or teacher, but in any event, can you imagine asking a five year old, a seven year old, are you trans? Are you binary? Are you gay? Whatever. This is what they have in store. And every Democrat voted for it, two Republicans. Can you imagine what it must be like growing up with children today in Joe Biden's America? The only way we can stop this is really send a message in this election. But I don't think enough Americans know about it because they're too busy looking at the price of gas and not paying attention to their, say, eight-year-old is going to have to answer a question, are you gay, are you not? Just outlay, outlandish. Just so you know, the Democrats will say, well, just because that uh, question is on the floor doesn't mean that little Johnny's going to answer the question. He could leave the play. But in any event, you have to ask yourself, on the census, on school forms that have to be submitted to the federal government, are these the type of things we want asked? And that's clearly where the Democrats are going. I personally believe it's prostitutes. Okay, I think the reason they want to ask the 10-year-old, the 11-year-old, are you gay, are you trans, is because they want that little kid to begin to weigh in his own mind. You know, am I gay? Do I want to wear a dress? That sort of thing. Just a horrible thing to do to young children. And it hasn't received anywhere uh, the publicity it should have received on this campaign. Yeah. Yeah, it's like they're creating children who are property of the state rather than, uh, you know, children of their parents. I wanted to ask you, though, come January, there are a lot of tasks on the list for Republicans. Obviously, the borders got to be handled. There are there's plenty of talk about subpoenas flying for investigations into the Biden's business dealings. But this is a top issue as well. I assume that Republicans can walk and chew gum at the same time and get all of this done. But this is a priority, right? I would hope that we would have bills on this to be voted on on January or February. Now, because of the filibuster rule, I don't think bills are going to get out of the Senate. But it's important for America to know what's going on in Washington and what this agenda is. It amazes me that it's gotten this far. I mean, what would I do if I was a parent and my eight-year-old came home and said, uh, Daddy, uh, am I transgender? Am I gay? What is binary? That is the world that, like I said, every Democrat voted for it. Over 220 Democrats all voted for it. Uh, that is the world our children are going to grow up in unless we send a clear message right now. Yeah, it's so important. And parents need to feel empowered. There, I don't know when this movement began, but somewhere over time, education bureaucrats moved parental rights out of the way and substituted the state for them. Do you think that uh, Americans have woken up, whether in the faith community, you see Muslims, Christians, and others all speaking out about some of the things being taught in schools. Do you think America has woken up and that this next year is the year where these things get codified and fixed? No, I don't think America has woken up enough, which is why we're talking about it today. 
I think the clergy in this country have been pathetic. I think they're the ones who should be screaming down the houses, the promotion of these lifestyles, even among the youngest people. The normalization among this in the psychiatric or psychological field, in which children are receiving constantly without their parents knowing about it. Um, just a horrible situation. And I would beg the clergy to, uh, they might actually get a few more people to show up in their churches if they gave a little bit more interesting sermons and brought these things up. But there should be a little bit more energy out there from the clerical uh, side of things saying we do not want to lose our children. Congressman, what's the first line of defense that parents have against this type of ideology? Because even if it hasn't infected their kids' curriculum or, you know, you, there aren't secret conversations happening between teachers and students, there are still these extracurricular drag queen story hours and things like that. How, how do parents make sure that none of this stuff is entering their kids' orbit? Well, I just ask your children. And if you find out something like this is going on, hold rallies, show up at school board. Let people know, because I think right now in more and more schools, this is the default unless some parents speak up. At least that's what I'm finding in some of the districts around Milwaukee. If the parents are not pushing back, these odd people are having their way in our schools or having their way with the guidance counselors. That's obviously unacceptable. And what happens is the young children view this as perfectly normal. You know, well, I'm 12 years old now. I have to decide whether or not I want to wear a dress. I'm 12 years old. I want to you know, like a boy. I said, like Johnny, I don't know. You know, we don't want to have these thoughts and ideas going through the children. And that's clearly what this radical agenda is, pushing this on the children. Yeah. And uh, so I want to ask about this because this is an issue that sometimes conservatives have struggled to communicate on. You're, you're very clear communicated on this and you're comfortable talking about it. But it seems like Republicans need to be more bold about speaking out and feeling comfortable. Talk about we're not shaming people. We're not looking to uh, create derision. What we're trying to do is make sure that parents get the final say over what happens in their children's life. Do you feel like your colleagues in Congress, those in the states are starting to get a little more bold as people like Matt Walsh go out and talk about it to know what to say and how to address this in a way that uh, everyone in America agrees? Well, not bold enough. I think, first of all, we have a lot of poll-driven politicians. If you just call and ask somebody on the phone, what's the big issue? What are they going to say? Inflation, right? Uh, and as long as they're saying inflation, some politicians say, I'll just talk about inflation. I don't want to get into these other issues. And that's a major problem. The other problem is I think they're afraid of being labeled, depending on the issue, racist or homophobic or what have you. And that's another reason just to, again, do nothing to talk about inflation, do nothing to talk about crime. We are going to lose this next generation of children unless we beat back on this sort of thing strongly in this election. Like I said, this is stuff being pushed by every one of the Democrats in Congress. So every one of you is going to go to the polls in November and send a message. You know, do we want more advancement of pushing this stuff in little kids' heads, or is it time to say no more? Uh, humanity has gotten these issues right for the last 2,000 years. No time to change things now. Yeah, such an important conversation we have to have. We've only got about 30 seconds left, so I just want to ask, uh, parents' rights bill, are we, we're seeing it in states. Do you see a parents' rights bill in Congress? Um, I would certainly hope, hope something like that is done. 
I think the Republicans have to speak up on this and other social issues as well, or we are going to lose this country. I can't imagine what it's like being a four- or five-year-old child today, what they are going to have to put up with as they approach adult adult. One thing we know for sure, sir, you are on this case. You have been talking about it boldly when others have not. And we're really honored to have you on today to have such a great, candid conversation. And I know right after the election, we're going to get you right back on. Very good. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. Hey, folks, if you're a homeowner and you're like me, you want to protect your home, right? But when's the last time you checked on the title to your home? If you never have, listen to this. A new report on homeowners shows we all now have $16 trillion in equity. That's an all-time high in America. That's why you need protection from a scam the FBI calls house stealing. That's when the equity in all of our homes is the target, sadly, of scammers. If nobody's watching the title to your home, these scammers can transfer your title to their name, take out loans, and your equity could be gone. Poof, gone. You have to protect your equity from this despicable crime right now with triple lock protection from my good friends at HomeTitleLock.com. The first step is to check on your home's title to see if it's still in your name. Sign up with your address at HomeTitleLock.com and be sure to use the promo code JUSTNEWS. They're going to send you a complete title scan of your home's title in your first 30 days of triple lock home title protection. That's legendary protection, by the way. It's free. HomeTitleLock.com. Use the promo code JUSTNEWS. One more time. Go to HomeTitleLock.com today and protect your most important asset, the equity in your home. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome back, everybody. Over the last few days, we've been talking about a third issue that's coming in behind inflation and crime as a deciding issue for voters, the issue of transgender ideology and parents' rights. Our next guest has been on top of this from the very beginning. Dr. Jeff Myers is the president of Summit Ministries and the author of a brand new book, Truth Changes Everything. Get this book. This is an amazing book. Dr. Myers, great to have you on the John, show. John, it's great to be on the show with you. It's, it's an amazing conversation we're having because most Americans woke up one day and realized, wait, they're teaching this in schools. They, they want to talk to my children about changing sex and leave me out of the picture. It's becoming a big issue. In That's right. So transgender, it, the transgender issue started off as, hey, we don't want to bully people who are unsure about their gender identity. Right. But it's turned into both a medical scandal and a parental rights issue issue and Americans are waking up to it. We stumbled on this sort of doing polls with the McLaughlin group right. and, and we found that 75% of Americans think this agenda has gone too far. 90% say that these procedures because they have permanent irreversible side effects should not be done on minors. And yet the president the other day said this should be done on children, you know, essentially of any age. And so uh, the question is for a lot of people, do you agree with the president on this question? Or do you think that there ought to be some restrictions or something that's common sense? Because these children are essentially being mutilated and the medical industry is putting its stamp of approval on it. 
probably making a lot of money as well. Let's bring Amanda into the conversation. Amanda? Dr. Myers, we're also seeing something interesting play out because as you look at the political climate, and especially with respect to these social issues in Europe, in the Nordic countries, they are actually starting to pull back from any type of gender altering procedures for kids, specifically in Sweden and in the UK. Why here in the United States are we still plowing full steam ahead down this road that can not only be physically and medically damaging to kids, but psychologically damaging to them as well? Well, Amanda, you're you're right. So this this in this is an internet phenomenon. Without the internet, this transgender uh, craze, so to speak, wouldn't really exist. And Europeans have started to figure this out. They've realized doing long term studies with people who successfully tried to transition to change their biological sex, they had a 19 times higher suicide rate. The Tavistock Clinic in England is being forced to shut down because of lawsuits. What's standing in the way of that right now in the United States is that the statute of limitations is not long enough and there are, there are not protection, there are not protections of children in place. So you might go to the doctor and the doctor says, we could just pause puberty for a while. Then they give them Lupron, which has very serious side effects. So this is really damaging to children. And I think parents are finally realizing this has gone too far. Yeah, it's amazing to watch uh, the public sentiment really grow quickly and, and, and consolidate. Uh, one of the things that we begin to hear from people is the fact that they uh, parents are not only suspicious about what, uh, what educators and others are doing, but that the medical profession might have a financial motive here. Tell us a little bit about what your poll found on that. Well, we found in our most recent poll with the McLaughlin Group that 75% of Americans say the medical industry is motivated by profit, not the desire to help struggling children. So once again, Americans are kind of on the scent here. They've figured it out. And, and that is correct. It is, there is a huge profit incentive here. So this Lupron uh, product that is being used off-label, incidentally, to try to delay puberties, the doctors say, we could just put the pause button on it. This product is $11,000 every three months. And you have to stay on it for as long as you want this puberty to be, your puberty to be blocked. So you could end up with a million dollar medical bill. And that's why so many candidates are, are, are now saying, hey, wait a second, this is crazy. And other candidates are saying the state should completely pay for this. Dr. Myers, I know that there are multiple different routes that people take to do this alteration of gender, if you even want to call it that medically, it's not that at all. Um, but how far is too far in that process to turn things around? At what point does it become irreparable damage? Well, when you take the Lupron uh, product, again, this is off-label use. So it's very difficult to discern exactly what's going on. This product is usually given to, for example, men who have prostate cancer to try to delay the furtherance of the cancer. So, But they experience serious headaches. They experience vision issues. Uh, there is bone density loss. So if you give this to a child, you say that you're pausing puberty. But if this goes on, it, I mean, the thinking right now is three years, but no one really knows but you could damage your body forever. And the doctor just says, pause puberty. That's not really the way it works. Yeah, these are important education issues. We gotta get the public more informed on. 
Uh, doctor, in your book, you talk about this issue and other issues like it as much bigger than just the issue at hand. It's really an assault on the truth. If there isn't just a male and female and gender, then what else is there in the world? Talk a little bit about why this issue ultimately at the end of the day is about truth in America. Well, humans are mammals. Mammals are dimorphous. We have male and female. It's not true that there's only one difference between male and female, and that is your genitals. There are 6,500 catalog differences between males and females. So why would someone say then your, your gender is something different than your sex? It's because they're trying to use language to create an alternate reality. And I think, John, that goes to the heart of the issue that I talk about in the book, that we really have a battle at the root of everything else that's a, the difference between seek the truth and speak your truth. So if it's speak your truth, well, listen, uh, you know, whatever the powerful people who control the channels of communication say, that is your new reality and you had better line up with it. Yeah, there's the truth and your opinion. I wanted to ask you, John and I, I think, have spoken about this on air a few months ago. Bill Maher uh, went on about a 12-minute diatribe about this very issue. And he somewhat anomalous to the rest of liberal Hollywood culture. But are you starting to see people who you might typically think wouldn't come out against this start speaking out? Well, Amanda, in, in the polls that we've done through Summit Ministries, we poll everybody. We poll Republicans and Democrats. In fact, in this most recent poll, you know how it always is like a plus or minus 3%. Uh, we had more Democrats in the poll than Republicans. And still, even people who claim to be liberal, progressive Democrats strong, you know, there's a really strong undercurrent of opposition to this. It's not that people want children to be bullied. We don't want children to be bullied. We we want to have compassion for children who are struggling with their gender identity, as with all of their identity issues. But when we recognize that the medical industry is getting involved and they are permanently disfiguring and mutilating children, even, you know, even people on the left are saying, nope, nope, not doing it. All right, folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we'll wrap things up for the day. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. All right, folks, that wraps up another edition of John Solomon Reports. So glad you could join me. Hey, real quickly, every day we're going to have actually Leah Thomas on tomorrow, a fantastic 
executive from the International Hunter Education Association. There is so many ways for you and I to become safe gun owners, and it starts with training, muscle memory, and best of practice and security and safety, storing your ammunition safely, storing your weapon safely, keeping your children away from it, educating your children away from it, practicing your firearm training so that if there ever is an emergency where you need to use your firearm, muscle memory kicks in. Well, our good friends at the Southeastern Outdoor Fish and Wildlife Agencies, those are the sports and hunting agencies in uh, the Southeast region of America, along with the Hunter Education Association and my good friend, Leah Thomas, they have put together these extraordinary firearm training courses. All you have to do is go to ffcourse.org. That stands for Firearm Fundamentals. ffcourse.org, 12 bucks, you get the best training in the business. You get to do it in your home at your own pace. Handgun fundamentals, rifle fundamentals, shotgun fundamentals, three courses, you get the safety rules, you get your sense of responsibility, how to protect your home, how to store firearms, how to store ammunition, what to know when you go to the range the first time. What's the etiquette, the equipment, and the lingo? Firearm care and cleaning. That's something that a lot of us skip sometimes. You know what? Keeping your firearm well cleaned and well functioning is an important part of your responsibility. And of course, the courses also show so many ways that you can use firearms in a fun, safe environment, practice the Second Amendment, and have some fun and enjoy it while being responsible and safe. So to take advantage of this great thing, we're going to talk to Leah tomorrow. She's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on with the courses, what's driving people there. By the way, a large number of females, women, are now uh, rolling into these firearm courses. All you got to do is go to ffcourse.org, ffcourse.org. By the way, if you sign up, you're not only supporting your mission to be a safe gun owner, a responsible gun owner, a muscle-memoried gun owner, you're also supporting Just the News Journalism because this is one of our great strategic partners. So go to ffcourse.org, check it out today. All right, folks, that wraps it up. Another edition of John Solomon Reports. Thank you for joining us today. God bless you. We'll be back tomorrow with another edition of... John Solomon reports the podcast from Just the News. Folks, everyone knows the next medical crisis is just around the corner. Whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something much more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's what we learned from this last pandemic, right? That's where the wellness company comes in. You know the wellness company. We have their great doctors like Dr. Peter McCullough on all the time on our shows. The wellness company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust. And the new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy, and most importantly, prepared. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z The medical emergency kit provides a guidebook to aid in the safe use of all of these life-saving medications. So you know what you're doing. From anthrax to tick bites to COVID and even the bioweapon like the plague, the wellness company's medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, and antiparasitics on hand to keep you and your family safe from whatever the globalists throw your way. Go to www.twchealth/justnews today in order. That's twc.health/justnews and use the promo code justnews to save 10%. At Just the News, we break the stories others in the media ignore or are too afraid to tell. We did it on Russia collusion, Hunter Biden, and the security and intelligence failures that preceded January 6th. Our stories have real impact and reach because we stick to the facts. I'm John Solomon. You can help me expand our honest, unvarnished, 
in unbiased reporting by becoming a premium member at Just the News. You'll get an ad-free experience and exclusive member-only access to events, and you'll be helping us dig up more truth. Join today at justthenews.com slash subscribe.